guys, welcome to Vaudeville. Today is an amazing day. It's beautiful outside, and I'm here with a special guest, a very, very special guest. Um, I'm here with Veronica Ordonez. Yes, um, Veronica is a dancer and a creative writer, and today we're talking about um, being an artist in this current political climate and just this year of madness. <laughs> I can definitely relate to that. So sit back, relax, and listen. So, Veronica, um, like you said, this year has been quite ridiculous <laughs> to say the least. Agree. That's just like one word to describe it. But how have you been, I don't know, not even like coping, but more, yeah, coping. <laughs> Literally it's coping. coping. It really is the word. Um, This year has, it's weird because. It's been the most ridiculous year, but I have also, like, there's been this dichotomy of, like, I've been at home mm-hmm. all the time, but I've been the most busy. Like, like busier than, like, I was before. I don't know if that's possible, but I think because I've just been at home, there's, I'm, I have the notion of, like, I have endless time. <laughs> and so I just fill my, my, my schedule up. Um, so I think what's really kept me going has been being busy like filling my like schedule with stuff to do and whether that's school related or like research related you and I both did the melon research program which obviously kept us very busy um I think just having something to do and look work toward every day has really kept me going because it keeps me looking forward um but yeah, I think that's how I've been coping. I've also just been like, um, I've been really trying to connect with my family a lot more and just like do, since I'm with my parents at home this whole year, like I've just been really trying to, I'm making a lot of hand gestures right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally get it. Um, yeah because you know as we as college students we literally have no time for ourselves like before even now too but like right now your family is constantly there like everyone's having some kind of zoom meeting or zoom something and then you come out to like oh what are we going to eat like prior you're just like okay i'm like on my own i have like college friends and now like your friends you don't really have so much contact with them and like literally your family more or less becomes your friend and you're like pestering them like yeah. oh my god hi um mom <laughs> and then you realize things about your family you never actually knew which is quite interesting Should you like for, yeah actually for like artists i'm like me personally i'm using my 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 family as like my backup camera people and like uh, <laughs> wonderful <laughs> and and like my um more or less like even like my subjects in like some of the works i've been doing like, how have you been doing artistically in, like, during this year? Oh, I, I've been doing well. I think, um, what was I going to say? I, it, this year and being online with everything has actually kind of opened up, like, a whole bunch of, like, different kinds of projects that I didn't, you know, you wouldn't have thought of before. Um, likewise, my mom has definitely been a camera person this year um, for any and every dance related film or video that I've had to make um but let's see 
I it's been cool because I've been able to do stuff like podcasts, which I wouldn't have sat down and had the time to even figure out how to do beforehand. Um, short little dance films where we just like dance for 30 seconds and then you put them all together with everyone else's 30 seconds and it's and it's really cute. Um, and yeah, just kind of figuring out how to relate to this space like around me when it's not the usual space. Well, it's kind of become the usual space by this point, but um, but yeah, artistically, it's it's been really nice because I've been able, with the research that we did, it was nice to blend like my art with some science, um, which was really exciting. So and we were just talking about this, but like, it's so like contradictory to feel like artistically I've been thriving this year, but like emotionally I've just been all over the place. Yeah, I like prior to even like starting this podcast while we're talking, like it, it was so, you know, like I feel bad about this year generally, but like artistically, like my whole like portfolio is just filled with twenty twenty stuff. Like most of the right. Shows, yeah, I I I shot like five short films this year. Yes, of a pandemic, and I, I I was able to make it happen. Like prior, I was like, oh yeah, I'll shoot a film, I'll shoot a film, I'll shoot a film. I was procrastinating it, but I don't know what like sparked into me to actually do it this year um, yes and the same like like I, I i was thinking okay like you know you do dance like i can do my work virtually because it's mostly english but your minor is in dance so how do you dance <laughs> in <laughs> in this climate in this like do you in in like embed a certain type of emotion like emotional feeling weird during this year um into what you do yeah i so dance the wonderful thing is that you it's obviously really beautiful with a group or with another person but it's also really beautiful on its own it's like that song i'm dancing with myself that really has been this whole year um I it's been interesting it's been a lot of um zoom dance classes in my kitchen and let me tell you ballet on carpet is very hard ballet on tile is very hard um but you know we we've made it work there's certain things that that we can't do like we obviously can't move like full out full energy full space because I have kicked kitchen cabinets um (laughs) but um but yeah, I mean, like, we've made the most of it. My dance teachers have really been, like, my rocks this year. Like, they're rock stars for just, like, making it hap- like making it work online. Um, but a lot of it, it's been cool to see how, like, dance companies around the world have started to offer their normal intensives, their normal classes online. Um, so it's cool, you know, like, classes that I would normally not get to take because they're in New York or they're in Israel um I'm taking now you know because it's just on zoom and and that's pretty that's pretty wonderful but it's all it's been a um it's been a study in learning how to navigate this new space and learning how to get creative within it but then also been kind of sad because I don't get to share it you know yeah I I totally get that because recently I've never had the chance to actually like go for like a film festival because one, I do not have time, and two, they're always taking place in places that I cannot go to. Like, but recently it has been very easy to go to film festivals. I just entered the Zoom, everyone is just talking. Like, I recently went for this 
weird program sponsored by the people who are in charge of the Golden Globes. They were talking about some kind of fun something, and I did ask me, oh, do you want to come? I'm like, heck yeah, like it's virtual. I don't need to go to LA. Amazing. <laughs> so, um, but it had like it had its perks, but it still has its like issues. But like in relation to like art and our climate and art and space, our space was changed earlier this year with all the protests and all those other things, you know, with the Black Lives Matter movement and things happening. How did, I don't know, how does art connect with that? Because the political climate also kind of changed, you know. It has always been like this, not going to lie. But, like, it really triggered a lot of people to go out and people to be more artistic. You know, they say art is a reflection of reality of Mm -hmm. that time. How did you react to it and how do you think the artistic space had some kind of influence in it oh that is this year has been such of like a like a weird kind of identity crisis as like an artist and i feel like obviously not just for me but like for many people um because whenever things come up like the black lives matter movement and just this current political climate you really start at least I personally really started thinking about like, like, who am I? Like, what am I contributing to this? Like, uh, like who am I to sit here and dance when people are protesting in the street doing important stuff, you know, like it just, there was this sense of like, I'm not like, like what I was doing, this dancing and this like writing just felt so insignificant, you know, um, in like the midst of everything that was happening. Um, obviously there was the other facet of it that was COVID. And so I personally didn't feel safe going out to the protest, even though I wanted to, um, it was definitely a lot of me sitting and thinking, what can I contribute to this? Even like with the, the, the capacity that I have as an artist, even if I can't go out and be there in person. Um, and it was beautiful to really see a lot of people come like a lot of other artists that I know and follow have that same thought um yeah and then yeah i think that's all like that's really like the main thing i had to say about that but the other the other thing that came with that was like a little bit of sense of like paranoia just because not so much now because it's it's calmed down a little bit but whenever the protests were like in full swing and everyone was just like angry and 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 emotions were running high and it was violent i you know you you get scared as an artist to put stuff out there because there's the fear of being like either ill received or i don't want to say something insensitive or this is not my time to shine, you know, this, I need to hold space for this movement, or for what's currently going on. And so there's almost it's it's a double double edged sword. It's like, on the one hand, I want to use my art to contribute to this. But on the other hand, I need to know my place and know that it's not my turn. You know, yeah, it's totally understandable, understandable in that sense, because you know, you look back at all not all the other movements and like how art either one or puts I guess you could call it put fuel into the fire more or less like form like a trigger for people to even express themselves in 
more violent ways depending on um the situation um and like also also like said being ill-received like oh <laughs> this is not the time i remember like recently when uh, michael bay releases um said he's releasing a movie focused on covid people are like um bro pause it <laughs> we are still living it <laughs> yeah and i saw i saw the trailer and i like it wasn't even in, like a bad movie but it just like made like it was like um this is not the time so like when we get a vaccine sure you guys can make as much content of it as right well. yeah but like this case you're making us feel more scared because this is right before even like right now it's spiking like texas is number one in amount oh of yeah and like, you are making us feel like we're about to leave this you know plus it was even called like covid 23 or something like that some kind of <laughs> We haven't finished 19. You're already in 23. Excuse me, one. No, thank you. <laughs> I don't want this content. Will I watch the movie? Definitely. But like, <laughs> but, like, I personally would say it's not time for this kind of situation. But like, it's like, if he's insinuating that this thing will still be happening in 2023, I am leaving this planet right now. <laughs> like, we're going to Mars. <laughs> I'm going to Mars. Bye. When it said I, I, I was I, I, I was not excited about it per se. Uh, but like it's his way of I guess coping with this kind of situation. But then again it's yeah. based, so I have like a lot of thoughts on him. But like, <laughs> it it's like even there's this one Hulu movie that came out, um Love at the time in the time of Corona or something like that. Oh god. Yeah, I mean it was cute and all, but like yeah. Not now. Like we already have like other movies you can watch, um, other documentaries that are coming out about mm-hmm. the situation. Those are the ones that need we need to inform ourselves with. No, we don't want to watch something that'll scare us already or already scared right now. Um and that kind of situation. So but then again, like how would the artists express themselves in a time like this if that's the way they can express themselves? Would they have yeah. to pause their creativity because it's not the right time what exactly is the right time you know it's, yeah. it's that whole limbo i have to consider as an artist during this time and climate um, yeah that's true that question of like yeah like is there what is the right time if any you know exactly and it, it makes it worse for people like actual actors who like actually broadway actors because actors now like film actors are finding a way to work around this broadway mm-hmm. actors cannot find a yeah. way to work around yeah. and the, the the way it has been built is that like the research administration really caught a lot of fun in the art department because really the art department got a lot of funding from LBJ and onward where like the arts always got funded mm-hmm. but now like a lot of um, artists and um, like even artists like drawing artists have found a way to virtually show their work but here yeah. who haven't found a way because theater is something you have to receive live, you know. Theater like, is live, yeah. yeah. Theater is live, and now they are like just like they are not getting any money from anything. Some of them are looking for ways to find other jobs, and that's also calling to like the recent election because the recent election was very, because a lot like, very poignant, I guess, for theater people. Yeah, um, I didn't really see any theater people who were like, oh yeah, I am a Trump supporter or something like that. They were more or less like. I am pro Biden and Biden has to win because right now we are jobless. <laughs> um, yeah, my livelihood <laughs> depends on it. Yes. Yeah. And like even for you as an artist, was the 
like elections is very important to you like you personally mm-hmm. as an artist both you as a person like veronica as a person veronica as a writer and veronica, veronica as a dancer i so this election was obviously very important to me it, it's it's weird because i'm like it's one of those things where it's like i i am not there yet you know i'm not working in the capacity of a professional like artist yet obviously i'm finishing up my last year of college so i'm not i like i haven't begun to make my livelihood off of it but i know that the results of this election will affect in even just as short of a year from now you know will be a deciding factor in what happens to me so um this what was really important to me in this election was just finding a person that i mean like electing a person that and and, and an administration that would find a way to maneuver through this the whatever's left of this pandemic safely but in a way that also like allows us to have to do our thing you know like i mean obviously safety is my number one priority but also i don't know if i would say that it's realistic to completely shut down everything again um i just feel like there would be again mad protests um i don't know i i i just wanted a balance you know because the arts industry needs to bounce back um but in a way that's safe because if not it'll just shut down again um yeah i i totally get what you're saying because then because like right now a lot of european countries are shutting down um yeah uk's having curfews france is like nope no one should leave the house unless you need to yeah um germany too but here it seems so individualistic that if you decide to shut it down there'll be a problem again even with all the rising cases like california just got to one million like yesterday texas like two or three days ago and like if you're getting cases from all these really big cities new york is shutting down too utah yeah utah that is very conservative is shutting down you know it's not now because you know they've politicized this virus so much that um if you're pro shutdown you're socialist or you are taking away people's rights or you know if you're anti shutdown you are a racist person <laughs> it's like, yeah. weird it's a weird like a dichotomy that if you're this then you're this then if you're that you're you that yeah. and then of course like of course you're not allowed to be in the middle yes because yeah, <laughs> it's like oh you care not about what people are feeling like you have that privilege you know it's 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 weird um but like i would not even say i'm pretty sure that but like we need to pause everything for like two to three weeks more. yeah you know to pause it try and recuperate like okay you know what are we doing wrong what 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 should we do to you know help our ourselves because at the end of the day if our country it's it's keeps having this problem and all the countries are getting their shit together it's it's 
it's a bad stain on the United States, you know. The country it is. was like, oh, we're the greatest. Oh, we're the that, you know. No one wants to invest in a country that, that is going to um, later have this constant issue. So it's it's a double-edged sword anyway. But it is. Art, art is really being affected um, badly because no one really considers art a profession. <laughs> a, yeah. A, a, like, we are going into an art business, both of us, and we're it's filled with uncertainties. Um, you are. Pro- hmm? Oh no! Go ahead. Oh no! You. Are, I don't know if you're probably taking the same path as mine. Even I, as I'm going to like oh, a graduate program, I am uncertain about if I'll get funded for it. Like other people, are like yeah, you know, I'm getting an MA or an MSc, and they'll obviously fund me. They'll give me a stipend. They'll give me this, and they'll give me that. And a lot of my school, the schools, I'm just like seeing oh scholarship. You barely have TA ship. You have to be a full-time student. You have to do this. You have to do that. And I'm just like, is it? That's a lot. Yeah, it's <laughs> art. Cause I, I, I am just like confused. You know, some schools yeah. pay you to go. Some programs they pay you to go for for um a, a graduate degree, but not MFAs. MFAs are just like you have to pay us. <laughs> you yeah, want to be an artist. So here we come. But you are probably going towards the workforce, which is also a certain. It's not like very definite, actually, with the pandemic happening right now. Like, what are your plans, um, I guess, for the future with or without the pandemic? <laughs> I, um, wait, real quick, what, but to go back to what you were saying about, like, the un- like just how divided everything is right now. Um, I think what what I was trying to say earlier was, like, like I agree with you. I'm, I'm not pro shutdown or anti shutdown mm-hmm. i definitely think we need to take a moment and like focus on the virus again cuz obviously the election's been the center of attention um but like we need to like focus on the virus again and really establish that it's getting bad again but also just it's not even i don't even think it's like at a political level anymore like we've been dealing with this for the better part of a year now and at the, the end of the day like each state can shut down or not or do whatever they want but as long as like it really just comes down to individual attitude and just the divisive nature of just how this country is so like each side is so stubborn (laughs) that it's just like i on an individual level that is the decisions that affect me so like just be safe in whatever capacity that means to you like i I don't know how to put it, like, it won't get better until we, like, put our egos aside and not start screaming at each other everyone, every time someone says mask. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. It has become very ridiculous at this point, you know? Like, yeah. no one can compromise. Like, okay, like, you know, you don't want to die. I don't want to die. So, you know, let's... Let's comp- live! <laughs> let's, yeah, <laughs> like, let's compromise and let's find a way to live. Okay, I mean, right. I totally get it that it might be an infringement on your rights, and it's also an infringement on my rights too. But like, listen, like, listen, like, it's all about death. Okay, you might. Like, it's, it's all about not dying right now. Dying, and you can't have rights if you are dead. Okay, so, true. To enjoy this right that we have, can we at least put on a mask? Like, even if we don't shut down, let's have like max mandates. You know, just like everywhere you go, don't. Spit at people, don't 
talk in faces like keep your distance it's just yeah that simple you know people have found different ways to like during halloween people found very interesting ways innovative ways to give out candy to trick-or-treaters exactly like drones and robots. drones <laughs> yeah drones they're like dropping, dropping candies in um people's houses from drones and they would have oh i love drones. that yeah you know people found different ways to be like think out of the box you know because they want to be safe they want people to be safe but i mean i guess it's your right to die if you want to choose to die but i guess <laughs> so you not choosing not to die you choosing to die as your right should not affect me too like i don't want to yeah because you, know? you want to die doesn't yeah. mean i want to exactly it's just we have to all sit together you know th- like i said this country is a very individualistic country um a lot of i guess the countries i've studied that are developed countries that have you know that get their shit together sometime in this pandemic are very collective countries they are always like yeah. oh let's think as a community you know not let's think yeah. for myself but then I don't want to say, oh, like, you know, move away from individualism because that's what America was built on. So, but yeah. you have to work around that. You have to work with compromise. Like, yes, I'm thinking of myself, but what about my grandma? Like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, it's, it's, oh, yeah, it's 1%. But what, what are the chances of you being that 1% that dies? So, it's, yeah. you shouldn't even, like, play Russian roulette with a virus. With, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and I think, that's true. It's, it's, I mean, the country is very, like, the U.S. is so individualistic, which, again, it's one of its strengths. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, I agree with having individual goals and, and ambitions and just everything, you know, you do you. You achieve what you want in life. You, um, But at the same time, I just think it's foolish for anyone in, in any country in the world to to really, to, to believe that, that humans are not inherently social beings, mm-hmm. you know? Like, we are built to be in community, and we rely on each other in community. We, and it is foolish to believe that what one person does does not affect everyone around them. So, that's my two cents, period. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, I like the two cents. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> So I go back to the question. I don't remember yes. the question I even asked. But like, what did I ask? <laughs> I don't remember. You asked what my plans were. Yes, your plans. Um. Yes. So my plans are. Oh, I'm still gonna apply to a few grad school programs. Thankfully, they have later, like, dates, like deadlines. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm not like I don't know. I feel like every day I get closer and closer to just like. I feel like in my heart, I've decided, like, I don't want to go to grad school this coming year, like, right away. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll still apply for them, especially since our research program is funding it, um, <laughs> or, like, funding, like, our applications. Um, but I think with this year and next year, we'll probably be in a weird limbo as well with the pandemic. Um, I am currently applying to um the job market so in different publishing positions for my english major um uh like literary journals um presses i'd like to do like editing i have some current editing experience um editorial experience so there's that i'm also like looking into like 
dance and arts publications to work on, like as editing editorial work, which I think would be a cool like hybrid of my two disciplines. Um, yeah, and I or, or like also like arts administration positions. So still being involved in the dance and theater world, but having a more like steady income that is not reliant on performance because there's not too much perform performance going on right now live. So I think that is where I'm headed for the next year. Um, I've been applying to some of those already. And for a lot of the dance positions in administration, I've just been waiting until next semester when their companies kind of start their opening up plans. Um, so that is where I see myself in the next year, at least, is working in those. Um, if I end up at an, at like an editorial type position, which I'm actually really excited about. I love working as an editor. Um, I would want to keep training dance in like local studios, wherever I end up. Um, just like in the evenings or in the mornings, a few times a week, just to like st still feel like a dancer. God, it's been hard to feel like a dancer this year. Um, whatever that means, a quote unquote dancer. Um, but yeah, that that's my plan. I want to keep training. I think if it weren't for the pandemic, I would be going more directly into the dance industry. Um, it's just very unstable right now. So I feel like publishing has a really big strong point right now in that everyone is at home reading. So um, I think that's where I'm headed. And then I think what I've been telling myself is in a year, um, probably come fall of 2021, just really start looking at, all right, where am I now? What am I doing? Um, do I want to keep doing this? Do I want to apply for grad school and actually go this time? Do I want to... Um, and also, I think I just like in a year want to reevaluate how the dance industry is doing um, and if it's opened up any. So hopefully it will have by a year from now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm so glad you have so many like plan A, plan B, plan C, plan Ds. And like it's not just like one plan, you know, like you're not putting all your eggs in one basket. And like, you know, yeah. if this doesn't work, then this will work. If this doesn't work, then this will work. Um, I cannot. I like when people, it stresses me out when people put their eggs in one basket. I'm like, no, don't do that. Is that you? I'm like all or nothing kind of person. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I do have other plans. Like, oh, if this doesn't work, then this will work. Like, I mean, I'm just like, okay, if I do not get into any grad school, which I hope I do get into because I'm applying to as many grad schools as I can. Um, thanks to the Mellon program, <laughs> put like honestly there. Um, but if that doesn't work, I might like spend a year working and then building my portfolio and stuff like that, and then like maybe maybe apply for international relations instead. Um, what was that? International relations. Instead okay. Of, like um, I actually did want to apply at UH for international relations, but they don't have that in their political science department, so I was like, oosh. Um, but international relations, because I know a lot about global policies, and global politics, and just global anything, um, I, that's why it's hard for me to center my mind around the United States when I'm also worried about over a hundred countries at the same time. 
and really like caring about like what other countries have for their policies in relation to a lot of things um in relation to the, also like you know i i watch a lot of global movies which kind of like reflects what's going on in the country at that time so i'm just like oh international nations if that does not work for me i can spend a year working and then because i have a job currently i might just continue working there if i don't get into it but i'm planning not to have that kind of mentality i'm just going to be like i have faith that i'm going to get into all of them so i choose yeah <laughs> um, but if that like and i can if that doesn't work out i would do international relations um like i said like you know we're all graduating quite young so we can have all these plans it's not like we're graduating at 60 or 70 and we're just like it has to be an all it has to be an like a all or not not kind of situation or about 21 Mm-hmm. So we have like a lot of plans we can have ahead of us, you know. Like people say, actually art places. You what you study is not what you might do. Most yeah. Likely. Like you might say, oh, enter a dance and all this kind of things. You might end up being a real estate agent. <laughs> God. <laughs> Honestly, there. Sometimes I wake up in the morning and I'm like, wow, I really could be an interior designer. I. <laughs> I get that. I have that feeling too. I'm just like, okay, you know, maybe I'll make a good marketer or something like that. Because I yeah, or like I'll wake up, I'll be like making lunch. I'll be like making lunch, and I'm like, Dad, Dad, what if? Hear me out. What if I just go to culinary school in Italy? Because <laughs> like, I, I mean, I mean, baking. I I do like I I make a lot of pasta, a different type of pasta. I'm like, yeah. mom, mom, listen. What if I, like, open my own pasta bar? Like, yes! Like, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. I promise it's good. <laughs> what if? <laughs> it's crazy, but, like, it's this uncertainty of being an art person. Or just, just being a student, because everyone studies something and end up doing something else. You might end up being a rocket scientist. And how did you get there? English <laughs> literature? English creative writing? Like, how did you get there? You That's that's my favorite thing is that I think that like I think like having that mentality and I think it is really common in artists we just we just want to like learn everything um like um I've noticed that in myself and a lot of my fellow like friends including you um the like I feel like our generation maybe I'm maybe it's just an illusion but like has really started to get away from the like what you graduate in is your steady job for the next 45 years and then you retire. Like, (laughs) I think it's definitely, we're definitely starting to see a lot of, like, I want to be this right now, and in a few years I might be something else, but we'll see, you know? Or, like, I want to do this, this, and this, so I'll do it eventually. Um, But I think that's really exciting because it really, it doesn't put you in a box, um and makes interesting combinations like like you know when you when you google an a person and then their like result is like like so and so is a writer activist chef dj fashion model and neuroscientist and i'm like what i feel i feel that like we human beings are not one thing we are multifaceted like i sent you that video of this guy who is like a whole ai person but also a content creator he's a whole youtuber and he's he works in ai and i was like how does he find time because that's the thing about stem i was like thinking that all stem people don't have time like they just focus on their thing 
they sit down, map their thingy, do the math, that's all they do, and then nothing. That's why they don't have like other hobbies. But they do. They do have other hobbies. I have like an auntie who is a freaking doctor and she draws during her spare time. Yes. Um, she loves to draw, she she's an amazing artist. And I'm just like, why don't you find time to do that? I feel like I'm overwhelmed. I'm just fine. <laughs> I like what was it? I um I think it's so funny because I, I, I grew up around engineers, right? Mm-hmm. So my entire family, like my dad, my aunt, my uncles, cousins, my brother, mm-hmm. all engineers. My mom's a teacher, which is great. But like she gives me she's like my one relief from that. <laughs> um but literally everyone was an engineer. So I was obviously about to be an engineer myself. Um and then I complete one eighty and went to the arts. But um like it's so funny because there is this notion that like STEM people like do not have time ever and I'm like literally every engineer I know has more time than I do are like arts people don't have time I promise you I feel like when I was doing like you know when you go into English I was just like people are like oh is it because it's easy I'm just like no Um. I mean I have sleepless nights and then I have like business majors and science STEM majors I just chilling and going out to bars and I'm just like I know. When do you guys have time to do all the things? I'm just like, but I don't have time to sleep. Like, my sleep schedule is just like three hours or something like that. And then I... Yes. And I'm supposed to have an easy major. Like, I don't get it. Like, what are you guys doing that I'm not doing? I mean, I'm planning. You have to write 10 page... Bless you. (laughs) You have to write 10 page essays and all those kind of things. And like, I'm just like, where do you guys find the time to just go out to bars? I've like I've never had the college experience because all my college experience involves me staying in the room and writing my essays. Like <laughs> yes, <laughs> or like I remember distinctly my sophomore year at, at uh, UH, like fall semester. I mean, I've always been super involved in like a whole bunch of like productions and rehearsals and stuff, but like I remember, like almost every weekend there was a football game when we were still in person. And all of my friends were like, we're going to go to, like, the, the... Or all of my, I guess my friends that were in different majors, mm-hmm. you know, were like, we're going to go to the game this weekend. Or, like, we're going to go to the Thursday game. Or we're going to go to the Saturday game. You want to come with us? And I'm like, I have rehearsal. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But, like, we... Which is weird, because we art people are the ones who are actually putting in multifaceted ideas. Because we don't... We can't have that set here of just one thing. Because they have, like... It can be multifaceted, but they have a job, I guess, job security because, you know, they are doing something STEM-like. But, mm-hmm. you know, when you go into the arts, uh, arts department, you're just like, oh, yeah, going to be, if you make it, you're just like the 5% who actually need it. And it's kind of scary, but I like the adrenaline of the, the fear. <laughs> it's just like, I'm yeah, no, fan. for sure. I think, I think you kind of have to, to be an artist. You yeah. kind of have to, like, thrive on that, like, ooh, it's just a little unstable. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like I like I like people telling me that you might not make it. I'm just going to be like I will make it and I'll. Be I will show you in your face, my dear. I mean, yes. Um, but it was it's hard to really find you know someone to relate to when like most of your friends are really like STEM people. Or, yeah. You know, but it's it's totally unsaid. Like I'm just so excited that someone else is like going to an MF because when I was applying for the Melon, I was like, would they even accept me because I'm doing MFA? Like. Because <laughs> I don't want to be a teacher, so yeah, 
would yeah. they take me? I'm not going for a PhD or anything. I'm just going for an MFA and maybe that's it. I might go for a PhD if the program lets me. But then there's something I'm like, oh, okay, I'm be the only MFA person here. Then I just saw you like, yes, Twizy, <laughs> we are here. <laughs> MFA <Yeah>. people. <laughs> well, it's fine. I, I, I love, I love the arts. The arts are beautiful. Like I don't know any other thing that can really express. Mm, you can go back in time and look at previous arts and realize what they were going through. Look at the arts during the Spanish flu season and you actually know there was something going on then. Look at the arts during the Great Depression. You find out there's something going on there. Photography and all those other things. It's it's just beautiful. But like people are too scared to get into it. We are the only bold yeah. arts girls like, oh yes, we're going to the arts. And I think it's interesting because you bring up you brought up earlier the idea that like well, like, people always say that the arts are unstable. Um, but then, at the same time, it's, like, these are the same people that, you know, graduated with their STEM degree and are working in something completely different now, you know? Like, so it's, like, a, I feel like nowadays it's such a small percentage of people that actually end up working in what they graduated in. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, like, how can you say that something is unstable if you are not working in what you graduated in. Obviously, you know, not to say that your career path was unstable, but, like, it it changed, you know? Like, and so can you really call anything unstable or stable if it's going to change at least once throughout your life? Yeah. It's you know? totally understandable. I'm so glad you came. You had, like, you had this talk, this, like... <laughs> I don't know. I've not. I don't know if I've had any other spe- like artsy person in this podcasting. Um, yeah. I should look back. But thank you so much, Veronica. This has been quite an interesting conversation. Like art people, we started with one thing and then went to different parts. Of <laughs> it wasn't just one topic podcast. So thank you guys for listening. Hopefully, you subscribe and just sit back, listen, and you know we have other episodes i have other episodes um veronica also has like a dance podcast you can play oh. your dance podcast yeah can i plug it yeah it's called it's called dancer thoughts we have just released two episodes so we're very new but i think i'm still figuring out the kinks of spotify so hopefully it'll be up on spotify soon and like <laughs> it'll work right but dancer thoughts a podcast hosted by the uh dance student association by dancers for dancers so check it out if you have time wherever you get your podcasts and have a great day